Welcome to the From Overwhelmed to Fulfilled podcast, where it's all about moving out of overwhelm and into fulfillment in your relationships, your business, your finances, your health. I'm your host, Selena Kipnis, a certified life coach and yoga teacher trainer. Welcome to episode 55, Self-Confidence Part 2. So hopefully you listened to last week. If you didn't, go back and listen to Part 1 first. For those of you who listened and applied, how's it going? How is your self-confidence, your self-esteem, really practicing being more instead of doing more? I'm believing that all of you are being more instead of focusing on doing more and really heightening your self-esteem and self-confidence. So let's go ahead and dive into the second part. So today my intention is really to help you to feel extremely confident, right? To just go ahead and tap into that confidence, to feel confident, and to love yourself more than you ever have, okay? You ready for that? You are. Let's go. So first of all, we hear this like love yourself. And I think a lot of times we're like, what the heck does that even mean? Like, how do you even love yourself? So I just want you to start with journaling or thinking about that. Okay. What does it mean to love yourself? Pause me. Go. Okay. Welcome back. So self-love and I just this work is so good because I wrote this out again I've done this before and this time I had a different response to that so when I thought about and and if you got stuck with this this is gonna help you so when I was thinking about what does it mean to love yourself I was thinking about it in terms of how I love my daughters, right? I was thinking about caring for myself, the way that I care for my kids, um, helping myself, holding myself, the way that I hold them, feeding myself, educating myself. And then I was thinking in terms of how my husband loves me and like when we met and how you know, like the first time that they say, I love you and all this. And, and he was asking me like, why do you love me? And I said, I love you because you loved me. And it may sound, you know, I know it's not like the right air quote, air quotes, right answer, but it was just really true. Like the way that he looked into my eyes and the way that he loved me and the love that I felt pouring out of him I had never felt that. And I was like, this is so powerful. And I love you for loving me, right? And so that kind of love that we receive from others can also be in our definition. And then I was thinking of, you know, the love that I received from my mom when I was young. It was like, nobody's going to bully my daughters around. And like, she always had my back. Like, if I was going to tell her about, something that happened at school, like she was at the school. And so I 
the definition for me, like, what does it mean to love myself? It also includes like not letting anyone push me around. And then from my dad, I got that, like, I can do anything, right? Like he showed me that everything is figure outable. Like you just figure it out. You can do it. And he would always like, he really embodied that. And so I learned that, like that loving myself means that I can figure it out. So if you got stuck in that definition, I encourage you to think about how you have been loved by other people. And if you're in a place right now where you're kind of like stuck in a bit of negative and you you can only see how people didn't love you, like that's fine. Just start to like really search for it, to search for how people love you and have loved you and how you want to be loved. And that will help you to create your definition of what it means to love yourself. And then you're going to have all of these other parts and no definition is no two are exactly the same. So just, you know, keep working on that definition. So self-worth and self-responsibility, these two things are very, very related. The opinion that we have of ourselves, this determines our self-worth right? So if you're thinking like, I don't deserve love, you won't feel love. If you don't believe you're worth a lot, it shows up everywhere. It shows up in your relationships at home, at work, and every part of your life. Now, for those who are blaming your parents, just stop doing this, okay? Because it doesn't help, It doesn't help like our parents, other people, whoever it is, if you're blaming anyone, if you're blaming yourself, just stop. It doesn't work to blame yourself. Now, it doesn't mean to not have awareness, right? Like it's okay to have awareness like, oh, well, this happened or there was this said and I'm aware of that. And then let's keep moving on. It becomes a problem when we're just like stuck in it and every word out of our mouth is like trauma, trauma, trigger, trigger, like everything we get stuck in that, right? So we want to use the awareness and then we want to keep moving on. We don't want to stay there. We don't want to stay in blame. And I'm saying this just because I love you and it doesn't help, okay? No one else determines how you think and feel about yourself, not your parents, right? Like I use that because it helped me in my definition. But if you didn't have any, if you can't think of any love, if your parents like abandoned you, then don't use that in your definition. And also don't allow that, don't determine your worth based on how you were tr- were treated, right? Nobody else determines how you think and feel about yourself. Not your husband, not your parents, not your boss. You determine how you think and feel about yourself, okay? And this is in that self-responsibility, right? So if you want to have high self-worth, high self-esteem and confidence and all of this stuff, you have to increase your responsibility, And your responsibility is that you choose how you think and feel about yourself. Nobody else is hopping in your body and in your brain and thinking things about you, right? So someone can say to you, you're a piece of crap, right? And I could receive that and be like, you're right. I am a piece of crap. I'm going to let you determine my worth. Or I could be like, "Uh uh-uh, I am not a piece of crap. I am strong. I am confident. And I refuse and rebuke everything that you just said. Okay. So it's us. We must be responsible. 
you are worthy just because you exist, okay? And you can't take credit for being worthy. I can't take credit for being worthy. We were just born worthy, right? There is this thing that starts to happen where we're like, oh, well, I don't want to be arrogant and we're going to talk about arrogance but I don't want to like be so worthy and like this thing of like being too big and having an inflated ego okay so having an inflated ego and being arrogant is very different than just being worthy and enough because you're like I was created you didn't create you right so you can't take credit for it you can't take credit for being worthy you did not shape yourself right You are here and because you were created, because you exist, you're worthy. And no matter what bad things you've done in your life to yourself or to other people, your worthiness is still intact. All you have to do is know it. There's nothing that you can do to make yourself less worthy. And I like feel some of you right now being like, oh, like that like touches you deep because you have been carrying things with you that you are like, I just don't deserve it. Like I'm not worthy because of what I didn't do or something bad that I did. And I just want to tell you right now, girl, sister, you are worthy. There's nothing you can do to make yourself less worthy. Okay. And thinking I'm not worthy, like this is just a judgment of ourselves, right? If we go back to last week's episode that we are the most judgmental people we know, it's just carrying that in. If you're like, I'm not worthy, I don't deserve it. You're just judging yourself and you are worthy, okay? Worthiness is the quality of being good enough and you are, I am, we all are good enough. And I think one of the things that really holds us back in this area and is the judgment that we judge ourselves and others and like they're in perfectionism. Like you must be perfect. There is no room for human error. And the more in my life I have created room for human imperfection for myself and for others, I just, I feel good enough. And I feel like everyone is good enough. And just because you know, like everybody was being so hard on Will Smith when he went up and hit that guy. I can't, Chris Rock, right? If any of you saw that. And I'm like, this guy's just human, man. Like he is a good guy. He has his own things. He was like defending his wife. He he freaked out. It's so like we do things sometimes that aren't okay, but he's still worthy. And I'm still worthy. We're all still worthy, right? We're valuable, Now, this is something that you cannot build. You cannot build your self-worth. Your self-worth is there, okay? Nothing that you do or achieve or any, like, you know, friends that you try to buy through buying them gifts and things, like, none of that is going to build your self-worth. Your self-worth is there. You just have negative thoughts that are muffling it. You have these negative, these limiting beliefs that aren't allowing you to tap into it in its depth, okay? So we're just going to start to remove those negative thoughts so that you tap into your self-worth in like this deeper way. I told you guys I had a big goal. Like I want you to love yourself more than you ever have 
by the end of this episode today. And I'm not kidding. Like, this is how we're going to do it is by really tapping in to your self-worth and your self-love like on the deepest level. Okay. So when we relate this into self-confidence, this comes together so beautifully because self-confidence is the same. You can only get it from yourself. Okay. So what I invite you to do now is to write out or think out one thing that you feel confident about. So go ahead, pause me and write that out. Okay. So that thing that you felt confident about is one thing, right? That you just kind of like naturally feel confident about. Now I want you to write down what thought you think that creates a feeling of confidence, okay? So remember, confidence is a feeling. Our feelings are triggered because of how we think. So write down what do you think that creates a feeling of confidence, Okay, the next question, what are you feeling when you don't feel confident? What are you feeling when you don't feel confident? Okay, so now that you've written and answered those three questions, this really helps us to just have some more awareness, right? To really know the thoughts that, we're, that we think that create confidence and we want to think this more frequently, So for example, the thought that I notice that creates confidence is I can do it. When I think I can do it, I feel confident. I feel strong. And then noticing the, when you're feeling, or what is it? What are you feeling when you don't feel confident? That was the third question. And what I noticed is that I feel weak and incapable Okay, and so when I'm feeling weak and incapable, I'm probably thinking, you know, something the opposite, like I can't do it. I don't know what to do. So this really helps us to just notice what our thoughts and feelings are and how to trigger them. Okay, so one thing that we really use a feeling and thoughts to not move forward and that this creates the opposite of confidence is confusion. So when we start to think like, okay, I don't know what to do and that, and we don't feel confident, we start to feel doubt. And this can be a really comfortable area for a lot of us to be in because we then don't need to take action. And we talked in the the episode about taking purposeful massive action and passive action. So when we indulge in confusion, then our brain, our reptilian brain doesn't need to get uncomfortable and out of our comfort zone, right? It's like, I don't know what to do, so I can just stay right here. And then we start to feel doubt. Like maybe you want to do something. Maybe you want to start a podcast and you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. And you get into that feeling of doubt. And what I invite you to start to tap into is you don't have to go straight to confidence. Like, what if you just take a step and you're like, I don't have to feel doubt, though. How about if I feel capable? And then you start, instead of thinking, I don't know what to do, you start to think, I can figure out what I need to do, right? So we get into this place where we are paralyzed by fear, basically, right? And 
the only thing that we can ever come against, like the worst thing is usually a feeling, right? It's either death or a feeling. So if you want to start a podcast and you start to think about like, what are other people going to say, or am I going to get it wrong? So you start to fear failure, right? So fear of how you feel can also block you. And if you're like, I don't want to feel failure. I don't want to feel exposed. Like that's been something, uh, was it in the beginning of the year when I was doing my business plan and everything, I knew that one of the negative feelings I was going to need to feel was rejection because I was going to be putting out new offers to people. Like I hadn't done the masterminds before and I didn't know if people were going to do it. So I needed to like put myself out there and be willing to be rejected. And it just so happened that it was sold out, right? And like people wanted it. And so that was great, but it won't always happen like that. Like sometimes I fail. And so I need to also be willing to feel failure. Or right now in my business, it's the same thing, right? I'm creating a women's entrepreneur mastermind. And so the feeling that I need to feel now is really being exposed because I'm being very vulnerable with everything. I'm being vulnerable with all my money drama from the past, with where I was, with what I'm doing. So I am like just putting it all out. I'm I'm open anyways, but I realize that this like requires a new level of openness and like feeling of like exposing it all right so I need to be willing to do that and if I allowed fear of being exposed to block me I just wouldn't I wouldn't move forward right and I wouldn't believe in myself I wouldn't tap in my self-confidence to be like you know what I can be exposed and I can do it like I that's okay right I can tell the world that I lived on food stamps And that now I'm making six figures. That feels super uncomfortable. And you know what? I can do it. It's just a feeling. (laughs) So um, I really encourage you to, you know, pause and write down anything that's coming up for you. If there's something that you're noticing where you're holding yourself back with fear, write that out so we can go ahead and just face it and just do it. Now, I want to talk about arrogance. Okay, so arrogance And fake self-confidence, this is based on comparison. And this is it, right? People are so worried they're going to be arrogant if they're confident. And it's not coming together. True self-confidence does not compare. And if any of you are getting your confidence right now based on comparing yourself to other people... And you know if you do this because you leave somebody's house and you're like, oh, well, my house is so much nicer than that, or I would have done this better, or you look at their social media and you're like, oh, my social media looks so much better. Like whatever the thing is, or with parenting, you know, whatever the thing is, if you're comparing and you're getting some confidence, stop doing that because it's toxic. And eventually you're going to feel like you probably don't feel good with it now, but you're going to start to feel bad the more you do it. So we don't want arrogance. We don't want fake self-confidence. We want true self-confidence that's not based on comparison, that's based on how you feel and trust yourself, right? That you trust your abilities, qualities, and judgments. Now you can have this. You are capable just because you're alive. You don't need to be better than anyone else, okay? It's not a competition, (laughs) 
You do not have to be better than anyone else. Like we can win together. We can all win. We can collaborate. And there's so much more self-love and freedom and love for others in this. And this is what makes us women and so much fun to be a woman because we have those natural hormones where we want to collaborate. We want to come together and there's so much more peace and joy in that. Okay. The power of love, right? Not the love of power. This is why we're women. (laughs) Now, true confidence doesn't compare. Okay. So just make sure you've got that. True confidence does not compare. And your belief is the only thing that makes you capable. Okay. Did you hear that? It's just your belief. So two of us, okay, we could be, let's say there's like um, person A and person B, and they're both coming up to the same task. Say they need to do accounting for their business, and they both have the exact same skill set, which is nothing in accounting, okay, but they are both yoga teachers. This is really like a real example from <laughs> something that we're dealing with in our business and our nonprofit, okay, but we were just talking about like, okay, so both of us, like we can come to this, right? You could have person A and person B. And then one of them could be like, I don't know how to do it. Like I cannot do it. And so they use that fear to block them, right? And not move forward. The other person, again, who has the same skill set, but a different belief, she's like, I can figure it out. And so she starts to do this. And the head of our school, this is exactly what she did. She was like, I have no idea how to do this, but I'm going to do it. Uh, We didn't really have the person A. I just wanted to give you an example. So she started to do this. She's like, okay, what do I need to, what skills do I need? What do I need to figure out? Right. And she started doing these things to figure it out. So it really comes down to what we believe, and I'll give another example. So this is like a, an example of my husband. He did not know how to build anything, anything. Like he was a city boy. Then we wanted a tiny house. He needed to learn how to build. So he believed that he could figure it out and he figured it out and he did it. And there are so many people who just would have given up because they're like, I don't know how to do it. So I want you to think of something because I think like everyone listening has for sure done this with something where you were, you didn't know like how to be capable. You didn't know what to do, but you believed that you could do it. So think about that thing. And now you know that you have that. So all you have to do is start believing in yourself more, start feeding yourself with thoughts that are empowering. Like I can do it. I can figure it out. And don't underestimate, this is like what makes us able to do the things. Like I cannot reiterate that enough. It is all in the power of our mind. I've given before the example of filling out an application for nonprofit and like all the paperwork and everything. If I would have allowed my brain to go where it wanted to, which was, I don't know how to do this. I've got to hire somebody. This is too much. I wouldn't have done it. But when I was like, I can figure it out. I can do this. I can do this. I figured it out, right? Because then the reticular activating part of your brain is going to find the reasons why you can't figure it out. And then it's like, bam, you've cracked the code. Okay. So now I invite you to just score your confidence for a minute. If one is the lowest and 10 is the highest, I want you to give yourself a, a score and then write out why you scored it that. Pause me. Okay. 
So this really just helps us, again, to have more of the awareness. And every time you're creating awareness, accept it. Just like it is what it is. This is where you get to practice not judging. This is what it is. This is where I am. And this is where I have opportunity for growth. Okay, so let's bring it all back together. Okay, so your confidence is triggered by your thoughts that you realized what thoughts create a feeling of confidence. So right now, think one of those thoughts. If it's I can, I know, I'm capable, and then just really feel extreme confidence in your body. So when you're actually feeling your feelings and embodying and noticing what an emotion feels like in your body, confidence is going to feel different for each of us. But generally, what clients tell me is it feels more broad in your shoulders, like you're taking fuller, deeper breaths, like your chest is open, you're sitting up really tall, and you feel strong. So just feel that in your body. Allow the emotional part of your brain to see how good it feels in your body to feel confident. And then from that place, I invite you to just tell yourself, you can write it down, you can say it out loud, right now, all the things that you love about you. That you love how much you care that you love how much you try, that you love that you're listening to this podcast right now and taking time to better yourself, to grow, that you love that you try to put healthy food in your body, that you exercise, that you helped that person, that you held that door open. Just fill your brain with all the things that you like about yourself and just keep going, keep searching for more things. I like that I've gotten to this part in my life I like that I'm willing to make a change. I like that I am confident. And just fill yourself up and feel that love for yourself. And take a breath into that. And then kind of noticing how your self-confidence kind of melts into this love. And that self-love may feel different, right? It has kind of a softer quality, maybe a lightness, maybe a tingling in your head and shoulders. And if you don't feel anything, that's also okay. It takes time to really increase your sensitivity to emotions in your body. So just allowing and accepting whatever is. Okay? So for your practice this week, really practice thinking those thoughts on purpose. That thought that creates the feeling of confidence, start practicing that. You can write it out. Every day you're going to think that. You're going to think, I can, or whatever your thought is. You're going to feel confidence in your body, and then you're going to take actions from that place, whether it is an action to meditate or something in stillness or to call someone, but you're going to do it from that place of confidence. And then the second part is really just loving yourself more, writing out every day things that you like about yourself, that you love about yourself, right? Like also those imperfect parts. I love that sometimes I have this 
I was going to say a bad word, but this um, quality where I'm a little bit short and snappy because on the other side of that, I'm able to really get a lot of things done. And I'm just going to accept that part of me that's impatient so that I'm not fighting against it, but I'm seeing that that's part of who I am. And then it will soften and really knowing I am doing my best. Okay. So just loving yourself more. What fun homework. <laughs> Have a wonderful week. We are going to spend one more week on this. I really want you to, you know, practice this and and process it and apply it. So next week, we are going to continue with self-confidence, with self-love, okay? So enjoy your week. I love you and you love you too. Namaste.